I got one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count, one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count, one life. Praise the Lord. This is Taylor preaching Jesus. You're listening to the One Life Podcast via MadeUpMind.com. This thing should be on Spotify, uh, Pandora, all types of outlets, wherever you're listening. I pray that God be with you. I pray that you open your heart, that you open your mind, that you yield yourself to God's all-powerful living word. What I'm going to share with you is a continuation of a series called Happy Ain't Right. This is Happy Ain't Right Part 2. Now, if you were to ask me, it's disturbing, not because it's inappropriate, but it is a reflection of where the world has come to, the point that the world has come to. Even though the Bible tells us these things, just take a listen the next, however, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of what I'm going to share with you. It's very, very powerful and it should give you insight as to where we as a country, but as a world have arrived to. Now, this is prominent in America, not necessarily widely accepted in other countries, but nevertheless, let's get into this. All right. So I came across this video. It is from the Family Policy Institute of Washington. It intrigued me because I lived in Washington state for 15 years before moving to Memphis. Then I lived in Memphis 15 years and now I'm out on the East Coast uh, in the Charlotte vicinity. Nonetheless, the Family Policy Institute of Washington has several videos but this particular video, they went around in about three minutes. They asked people basic questions. This is how they asked, or this is what they asked people. They pretty much asked them, how do you feel about this? Meaning they were arguing over, uh, there was some law that was going to be passed about a bathroom law. Pretty much, hey, can men go into women's bathrooms? Should they have their own bathrooms? Does it matter? Honestly, if I were in charge, I would just put one bathroom, just like they do, say, at a Firestone, and they just put a male and female symbol on it, and that's the end of that. Just put one bathroom. You go in there, you use the bathroom, that's it. One toilet, one sink, one urinal, one uh, hand dryer, one trash can, and uh, just put that, let that be all bathrooms. That way we can kill all the arguments for, you know, or individual bathrooms. So, for example, at a Walmart or Target or uh, a Kroger or a Safeway, a door is for one bathroom. Again, the same thing, one toilet, one sink. You know, that way it'll eliminate all this crazy talk. You just go in, use the bathroom, and move on with life. However, when they ask people, how do you feel about this? This is what they said. There doesn't need to be a classification for differences, as in male and female. Another student said, I think people should have the ability to go to the locker room they want to. 
Another person said, I feel that colleges and universities should do their best to accommodate those who feel they should be able to go to any locker room they want to. Coincidentally, as I was watching this video at a Dunkin Donuts, there was a conversation taking place behind my, you know, behind me. And I could hear some ladies. It was like two ladies. And there was a man who was talking. But this wasn't a, a, a straight man. It was a gay man. Now, he was gay because he was or a trans woman. I don't know. I, I'm not well versed in all that. But this is how he was talking the whole time. Now, please hear me. I'm not making fun of him. Don't throw tomatoes at me and try to stab me the next time you see me pumping gas. I'm just trying to tell you what I heard and trying to, you know, put you into the spot. The thing that came across my mind when I heard that was this. What if all of a sudden I said, you know what? I feel very fond of my stuffed animal friend and I feel so fond of this stuffed animal. And it really gives me, uh, you know, it's like a um, an emotional support dog. I got an emotional support dog. And I had been emotionally supported so long that now I've taken on the persona of this very doll. So that man, as he was talking in a feminine way, because he's masculine, so it sounds unnatural. What if I all of a sudden, what if I all of a sudden just started talking like this every day? Hello, good morning. What if I did that all day long? Think, think about what I'm saying. Now, could you hear that for 35 minutes, five minutes? What would you be saying over and over in your head? This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy, right? That's the same thing when it comes to all of this stuff. But let me just continue. I just thought I'd have to throw that in there. Maybe there's somebody who's clapping or stomping or saying amen. But, but this whole thing that Romans 1 talks about when he says they will exchange natural affection. You know, when I was a kid, when I was a little boy. I used to hear my dad talk. I used to hear different men talk, but specifically my dad. You know what I admired? His deep voice. You know why? Because I said, you know, I want my voice to sound like that when I get older. Why? Because I was a male. I'm a man in the making. And I'm saying, you know, I want to have a man's voice. I want to arrive to my manhood. At some point, boys, they don't want that high cartoon voice. They want to go ahead and sound like how they feel. They feel strong. They shooting basketball. They climbing trees and doing all this other stuff. And then, you know, and then when the voice starts dropping, then it solidifies. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more of a man who I am. All right. So let me continue. So, again, following this video, and we're going to get to the word. I hope you know we can't do this podcast without Jesus and without the Bible. So we're going to get to that. This is just laying the foundation of Family Policy Institute of Washington and this quick video that I saw. So he gave several scenarios and these are big stinking elephant in the room, overkill, obvious yeses or no's. He went to one person. Now, this guy is a five nine white guy. He goes up to one person and he says, what if I told you I'm a woman? What would you say? The people responded, good for you. Nice to meet you. What? Really? I don't have a problem with it. They are looking, literally looking at a 5'9 white male. And they said, I don't have a problem with you saying you're a woman. 
So he said, all right, let me let me go a little bit. Let me. OK, you know, let me just try to get them. They don't understand. So he went to another group of people. He said, what if I told you I'm Chinese? Here is what they said. Good for you. Be who you are. Another one said, I would have a lot of questions because the outside looking at you, I would assume you're a white man. Hello. Everybody in the world would assume you're a white man because you are a white man. They wouldn't think you Chinese because you ain't Chinese. Okay, but let's keep going. Then he says, okay, let me get a little more. He, he wanted people. He was trying to show again how crazy and disturbing this thing is. He said to another person, what if I told you I'm seven years old? What would you say? Well, I wouldn't believe that immediately. Another person said, I wouldn't believe it. Another person said, if you feel seven at heart, then so be it. Good for you. This doggone good for you. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, everything is not good for you. There was a day where you would watch your children and you watch everything from don't eat no food off the ground. Don't be doing no lewd acts. Don't be touching nobody. Don't steal nothing. It was really clear that parents were like, hey, you can't just do anything. And as your parent, I do not approve of everything. But let's keep going. He said we got a few more scenarios for you and we're going to get to the word. He said, what if I told you? I wanted to enroll in a first grade class. Mind you, this is a grown adult white male. He's five foot nine. He says, what if I said I wanted to enroll in a first grade class? What would you say? Here was the responses. If you feel mentally that's where you should be, then I feel there are communities where they would accept you for that. Another one said, I would say that as long as you're not hindering society or causing harm to other people, then that should be an okay thing. Ladies and gentlemen, do you hear what I just said? If you are a grown man and you say you want to enroll in a first grade class, something is wrong with you. The only grown adults who want to sit and be around children like that, the light of pedophile lights up. You know, the, the, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, I, I understood as a child, I, I behaved as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So naturally, the natural progression of a, a, a person in life is when they get out of the first grade, they don't want to go back to no doggone first grade. But he's again saying that and you heard the responses if you feel mentally that's where you should be then i feel there are communities that would accept you for that yes there are communities that would accept you for that and according to uh logic and according to common sense those communities are called uh crazy houses and uh facilities uh i forget what they're called but mental health institutions and those places all right few more scenarios. He then goes on to say, okay, I need to be so dumb down, dummy 101 obvious to people that they see, he's trying to make their responses more ridiculous where it should be clearly obvious, yes or no. So him standing at five, nine, he goes and says, what if I told you I'm six foot five? What would you say? Here are the responses. 
That I would question because you are not, of course, 5'9 is not 6'5. If you think you're 6'5, it's not harmful if you believe that you are taller than you are. I wouldn't tell you that you are wrong. Did you hear that? It's not harmful for you to believe that you are taller than you are. So I ain't going to say nothing to you. I wouldn't tell you that you are wrong, but I wouldn't say, but I would say, I don't think that you are. If you tell a joker, you don't think they are. That's what you are saying is they ain't wrong. I feel like that's not my place as another human to say someone is wrong, uh, to draw lines or boundaries. I, I just don't feel like that's my place. Yeah. If you saw somebody jumping off a bridge about to kill themselves, there gotta be something in you that says, hey brother, wait a minute, let me buy you a snicker bar. Let me dig, it's something, something should make you smile. You want something to eat? You want a cheeseburger? Hey brother, listen, let's talk about it. Finally, somebody said, I wouldn't say that you're wrong because it doesn't bother me what you believe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tay Love preaching Jesus of Christ on the One Life Podcast via MadeUpMind.com. The last scenario I have for you before we get to the word is this. He went up to people and he said, what if I told you I'm a Chinese woman? Uh, it, it, uh, here's the responses. A Chinese woman, yes, but a six foot five inches Chinese woman, no. So again, he said, hey, I'm a Chinese woman, but I'm 6'5". They said, yeah, we, we, we receive that you're a woman, but we don't receive that you're 6'5". Another one said, if you wanted to debate me, then I would be open to what you're saying. You know, I'd be open to um, you saying what you are. Just basically give me evidence of support. Why do you think you are that? He then turns around and says to the person, it shouldn't be hard to tell a 5'9 white guy that he's not a 6'5 Chinese woman. Here's the question and the thought that he left, and we're going to get to the word with this. He says, what does that say about our culture? And then as the video fades out, it says, if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Taylor preaching Jesus. I hope that you see the big stinking elephant in the room. The big stinking elephant in the room is this it's a multi-sided you know he already big anyway so he got many sides but here's the here's this folks it is to the point where we can put a banana and some spaghetti on the counter and society says they are the same thing the spaghetti is banana and the banana is spaghetti you know what that means we have truly lost our minds that's the only place for somebody who has that type of reasoning. Don't you know, whenever you, if, if somebody called the police, hey man, there's this guy downstairs, you know, and he, he's, uh, he, he looked like he breaking in my car. Police show up. When they get there, if they see or suspect any obvious or uh, suspicious behavior, like his speech is slurred, he's staggering, he's stumbling, do you know what they begin to do? They start pulling back the, the forceful type stuff like mace him, tase him, all that. And they start going, okay, is this joker high? Is he smoking? Is he, you know, is he, is he drunk? Or they'll say, okay, he's got to be mentally ill. He got some mental uh, issues. And then they say, all right, we need to look at one or the other. 
if they determine that the person is mentally ill, then they provide services for that person. They try to, you know, hook them up and, and send them down that avenue. That's part of a police officer's job. They're not just there to arrest people. Police officers work for the public and, and they're, uh, they're of the kind that provide resources. They do rescue. They do counseling. They give advice. They do all kind of stuff. But my point is this. No one would treat a mentally ill person like they are normal because they are not, especially when they begin to exhibit things that are clearly not normal. You know, I worked in a developmentally disabled uh, program many years ago, and you talk about mentally ill. It's, it's all kinds of things that can be wrong with a person. You know, from, uh, you know, they got to they got to eat stuff off the floor or they got to they'll sit in the room for five hours just folding clothes because they, they it's got to be a certain way or, you know, they, they eat raw food or it, it, it's all kinds of things that can be wrong with a person's mind that makes them abnormal or mentally ill. My point is this, folks, when you get to the place where you cannot call an apple an apple and you cannot call a sandwich a sandwich, but you start calling the sandwich an apple, then that means something wrong. The joker is impaired. His brain is messed up. He's high uh, or he's mentally ill. And my point of, uh, uh, for saying that is in 1977. Right before 1977, all of the psychiatrists, the therapists and psychologists and the medical ex experts in the world classified these things that I just mentioned to you. Hey, I'm if I said I'm a five nine white guy or, you know, me that's talking. Taylor, if I said that, then I will be classified as crazy because I'm not five nine and I'm not white. They would say clearly something's wrong with this brother. But now we have a culture, ladies and gentlemen, who is so far from Jesus Christ that they can't tell their left hand from their right. They can't tell their head from their tail. They can't tell what's on and what's off. This, the majority of people, if that is their answer to those obvious scenarios when it comes to how do you feel, I'm a woman, I'm Chinese, I'm seven years old, just because somebody else who is mentally disturbed wants to be happy. This is why happy ain't right, folks. So in the name of being happy, in the name of happy, in happy's name, I can make anything good. I can wave my happy wand over a pile of turd and it will taste like chocolate. Because you know what? I want to be happy. I can wave my happy wand over some crack cells and it will be well because I want to be happy. You can't arrest me, police. You can't do that. Do you see where this is going? If I wave my magic wand, my happy stick over a daycare, then I as a pedophile can go in and, and make me a few friends and get to know them physically. And the happy cycle will never end. If in the name of happy, it's okay, then you have just made everything right and nothing wrong.
That's the problem with this philosophy, folks. There are no boundaries. There are no limits. There are no restrictions and there is no end because you have to try and satisfy everybody. As I pull this scripture, and this is the last thing I'll say, and we out for this podcast, Happy Ain't Right Part 2. This is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. Imagine with me the game of basketball since I guess it's a championship or something like that. Imagine if all of a sudden there were no lines on the basketball court. Or if all of a sudden the referee wasn't blowing a whistle for nothing. Because you know what? The person who wants to foul wants to be happy, so we'll let him foul. The person who wants to go out of bounds and, and, and uh, you know, walk all over the stands and come back in the game wants to be happy, so he'll, we'll let him do that. The person who wants to travel and don't even dribble, you know, he wants to carry the ball. That'll make him happy, so we'll let him do that. And the list goes on and on and on and on. Don't you see what kind of game that will be? That wouldn't be no doggone game. That that would be a, a, a fight, a riot. I mean, it wouldn't even last five minutes if you if you take away the laws, the rules, the boundaries. That's exactly what's happening when you have a stick in your hand called happy that you want to wave on everything and say, hey, it's all good because it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, then it's okay. Well, let's see what the Bible says. The Bible says in Judges 21, 25. Now, we don't have a, you know, for this podcast, again, we ain't going to get super deep. But listen to this verse, Judges 21, 25. In those days, there was no king in Israel Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. If we were to say that today, we would say in 2022, there was no God in America. Every man did everything that made him happy according to him. Do you know what that means? The drug dealer, what would he do? He would sell drugs. The pimp. What would he do? He would traffic women and children. The murderer, what would he do? He would go on killing people, doing mass shootings and everything. And the list goes on and on and on. So that's all that I have for this podcast, Happy Ain't Right Part 2, because I'm telling you, we can slow roast this pig like they do down in Hawaii, where we keep roasting this thing all night long. But we're going to stop. And with that, we only have one time to live and one time to die. Make your one count. Jesus is Lord. One life, one death, one time. Make disciples, make disciples, make disciples.